Garden Parties Football Club, brought to you by Theodora. Say something funny, Nick. Who, me? Yeah. Something funny. Welcome to Garden Parties, ladies and gentlemen, where Nick said it's something funny. <laughs> I, feel like uh, I feel like that's the best we've all got. Like, uh, Welcome to Garden Parties. Should we talk about football? Yeah, I guess. Sure. So, Tottenham became Tottenham again. Yeah, that was pretty fun. And like they got, yeah. they got a little Spursy in them. I mean, they still got it. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I like it. Who, who knew if you just didn't let, uh, just didn't let Harry Kane pass the ball from inside his own half constantly <laughs> that you wouldn't lose against Tottenham? They did a really good job, I thought. Uh, Brighton at cutting, cutting off his passing lanes making like their attack just worthless basically yeah i mean like that's something that is a good part of his game and he can pull it off and obviously it takes like the personnel to be able to consistently and diligently block off passing lanes and cut that off throughout a 90 minute game but like that Strategy lasted what, like three weeks before? <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> like it does. It, uh, it would never was going to have the staying power as some of these, as you know, a Klopp style play or you know, the Pep tactic because they don't have like the other options. They don't have the midfield base to like you know overload somebody in midfield when you when they drop. Harry Kane in the midfield. It's not like an overload. It's just Harry Kane playing in midfield. <laughs> in midfield. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's like, why is why is he so so deep for? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, Brighton deserved to win this game. They were, they frustrated them. They kept Spurs out most of the time. I think Spurs only really created like two, maybe three, like solid chances in this whole game. Whereas I thought. For long stretches in this game, Brighton was definitely the better team and definitely deserved their goal at the end. Yeah, and what a goal by Trussard as well. I yeah. didn't know he had it in him to be that calm. Well, he he's like kind of like, he's kind of one of these players. I feel like kind of also like Jared Bowen, who is maybe a little bit too good for the situation they're in right now, but not good enough to like make the jump to like a solid like I think he could fit in like the Spurs team pretty well but I don't I couldn't see him making a jump to like Liverpool or City or Chelsea or something like that but he's kind of like I think he's too good for Brighton uh maybe he'd be better at a like a top four team abroad I mean I like him I like to see him stay in the Premier League but you know he's consistently in the Belgian squads he's a tidy player he comes up with these goals I mean he scored against Arsenal last week, too, scored against Spurs last season. So he comes up with these goals frequently, but I'd be interested to see what he could do in a better team 
where he's not yeah. like the sole creator really yeah i mean i can see him at like a west ham yeah i could see him at have... like west ham or spurs or villa like you know one of those types of teams um but yeah i mean brighton is not a bad team either and they have a great manager and if they could you know up their personnel a little bit in certain spaces and i think they could be like a definite top tape not top six challenger but top eight challenger every year yeah they, they so definitely I, think, I, mean, like, I think he's still maybe a little bit better than that i just don't know like how much you can't tell how much better he is, actually is in this brighton team they're just they're definitely a team that with a few more pieces looks like they have european football in them though like if they could be a bit more consistent and so that's definitely a reason for him to stay like i don't think like i don't know i feel like coming from the premise chances are a little bit better in in relationship to playing in Europe uh, than they are coming from a top four anywhere else. I don't know. I mean, like, there's a whole thing with their, like, expected goals, them being, like, towards the top of the league and expected goals last season, but just not scoring any goals. But, Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) I think they're pretty much, like, fine mostly around the field, but they're just missing, like, that clinical kind of guy, like, you know, Mope does his job, but he's not never going to be like a guy that you trust leading the line for 38 games a season. Uh-huh. And as much as we love Daniel, Danny Welbeck, he's not, you know, one for the future. If they yeah. had like somebody like an Ollie Watkins or something like that, uh-huh. I feel like that team would just score bags more goals than they, uh-huh. they do right now. Yeah, I mean, they need to score more goals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Southampton, Arsenal. Arsenal lose again. Well, and yeah, like Fraser Foster just stood on his head. Yeah, was it was it just like a bad day at the office for Arsenal (laughs) to just chalk it? But they're losing all of their games in hand. Apparently, I mean, yeah, like I think it's more like a bad week. We can in a little bit, like yeah, yeah. uh, I think. Who did who was that that first uh loss to that like I I don't I wasn't I'm not, I don't remember they lost it. to Liverpool then I forget who they beat I mean maybe they beat Villa and then they lost to Palace then they lost to Brighton last week and now Southampton so four out of five of their last yeah, yeah, game, yeah. games have been mm. losses yeah I just don't know if they're like I think it'll be okay for them but uh maybe there's a difference to like being a little stop start and not super successful early on and then finding uh hitting a hitting a purple patch and then having to deal with like maybe kind of falling out of form. Yeah. Um, Consistency is like yeah, the yeah, like, there. Yeah, figuring out how to be professional about about you know the bitter too. Uh because mm-hmm. I think uh Liverpool is, can be demoralizing for anybody here. Uh, anybody on the table, uh, they can be a test. So yeah, like they were all, they were maybe gonna come back out and do well off of like you know just adrenaline against Villa, but you know maintaining that form, maintaining that consistency, and and wor- working on what you what you fucked up on as well. 
uh, the week the weeks prior are gonna be the real keys to that probably right yeah and like it's like the same with every team that's come into fourth place all season that every team has been streaky no team has been able to consistently keep form. the only two teams that have been able to like hold their form obviously are city and liverpool but that, mm-hmm. that's like consistent form and a defined style of play over four or five years right like these yeah. are teams that are still kind of finding themselves out and up and down constantly so it's not really a surprise to me especially i mean with the way some of the teams that they lost southampton being the exception palace and brighton are playing pretty well right now mm-hmm. um and yeah okay arsenal have some injuries like kieran tierney being out and not really having a solid backup at left back is definitely hampered them in the last few games to mm-hmm. say the least um but that's only like part of it right like and they're always going to probably suffer this dip in form but four out of five games is probably a little bit too much when you're talking about trying to maintain hold on to top four and yeah. something that's as tight as this because now they're what in sixth place seventh place sixth place yeah yep yeah. so, so is the top four race back on i guess so all I mean, of us i don't know yeah it's gonna be like i feel like it's gonna be on until like the night the 37th game of the season yeah i mean united arsenal at the weekend it's gonna be pretty big mm-hmm. for that yeah, uh, Chelsea I mean, Arsenal midweek. Um, Ars- yeah, Arsenal. I think still have to play Spurs too, so that's going to be yeah. a big one. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of good football. It's it's like the it's heating up at the right time. It's going to be an exciting run in at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Speaking of United, I mean, do we have to, guys? I just want to know is. If is Pogba gone? He's definitely gone. They booed him. Yeah, yeah. They, they were whistling him. He's he's out. Yeah, but we knew that. I mean, our word on the street is they were going to make him the highest paid player in the prem. Yeah, uh, well, that's where to try and keep him to stay. But I haven't really heard anything else after that. And yeah, you know, I think that was just like a third tier kind of rumor. Like it does. I mean, United had to rely on a 37-year-old Cristiano Ronaldo to score a hat-trick against yeah. the worst team in the league. And I don't get Norwich doing... back into the game twice. I don't uh, get Paul Pogba, really. Like, what's what does that do? Like, really, what? Like, I, I mean, yeah, it's not... I, I, I feel like I, I, I know I'm a Pogba apologist, and I feel like, I would be much more critical of him if the criticisms of him were fair. But I feel like 10% of them are fair and 90% of them are just pure fucking vitriol. He's not even and playing in his a lot of that, position. A lot of that a lot of that vitriol is like sometimes like cased in like, you know, covered in quote unquote analysis. But like, yeah, he's this is now what, like the seventh different position he's played in this season. He missed half the season. He's still fourth in the league in assists. Like people talk about, oh, Bruno's goal goal contributions. Where, like, I know is Bruno like fourth in the league in assists? He's played twice as many games as Pogba in a higher position in a more consistent position where he should be scoring goals. I'm 
We and like and, and I hate to put the two of them against each other because Bruno has been good for us, but like, how many trophies has Bruno won? And he's now been here three years. We've won zero yeah. trophies. Yeah. Where we won, we won three or four with in Paul Pogba's first three years. You know, he was playing in a defined role in a solid midfield, and he knew what he was doing. He was made Premier League team of the season. He's the only person that's made Premier League team of the season, except maybe Harry Maguire last year, which was kind of just a fucking fluke. <laughs> and he's been like, and like he had, it, he was our top scorer. He let, he was like top of the league towards the top of the league and assists. And then he does this every year, even when he's being put in. Yeah, I can't see he's been consistent. But, like, he still puts up the numbers every year and, and, like, comes back from injury, plays after COVID, plays during fasting in a singular holding role that he's never fucking played before. And people boo him. And, he's, and, like, people are expecting him to do all the defensive work and then score a bunch of fucking goals having to cover that entire midfield. And, then like, I don't know. I just don't get it. It's, like... And then people say, oh, the stuff that he says and when he goes off in every international break doesn't do him any favors. But these are the same people who are praising fucking Ralph Ragnett's honesty when he has to come out and apologize for misunderstandings like every three weeks, every week in the first like, three, four weeks of his reign here. So, like, I don't, what's the, where's the line? I mean, we know where the line in the stand is, but like, like what are we fucking talking about? Because nothing he said has been false, right? We can get yeah. mad about it, but he like he's asked a question and he answers it directly. And like people, people want footballers to be more honest. People want footballers to be more open. And when he is, and he's not saying anything that's wrong, and he's not saying that's anything that's truly hurtful towards United, other than just insecure people. Like he gets vilified for it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but we're clapping every week when fucking Harry Maguire and Marcus Rashford post it. You know we'll get him next time type shit. Harry like, <laughs> Maguire know, truly does like, mean we'll get them next time because this season he's had Bay Ronaldo and kicked Paul Popper in the head now. Yeah. Uh, so. So, yeah, Pogba, all, all that to say, Pogba is right to... Once a week. For managers, played in 10 different positions been told time and time again the team will be built around him and it never is so he deserves a move he deserves to go somewhere that he can go and play and he's and i mean he's probably still going to be treated like shit but like maybe a little less shit that wins things yeah be treated like shit in paris yeah i i prefer that uh newcastle leicester I really thought this goal was going to be ruled out because he kicks it from underneath Kasper Schmeichel, but it wasn't, yeah. and it was a great yeah. goal. But <laughs> it, it was, was uh, it came around, but he didn't really have control of it. It was like any other kind of, mm. it wasn't with his hand, so it was kind of like any other tackle on the field, it's 50-50 ball. He didn't foul just, him. Just, just with the way weird, that, like, just a ref, weird one, yeah. Just with the way that refs protect goalkeepers, I thought this was going to be ruled out, but then it wasn't, and I was happier for it. And yeah, and just uh, Bruno uh, talking after the game, like, yeah, it was fair. I was laying down, and it's like, I was like, this guy's great, man. Yeah. He's like the best. 
It's just going to tell you was on a bit of crud. Yeah. Uh, and scoring the winner was probably what was virtually the last kick of the game. Um, yeah, he said he wants to be a legend uh, <laughs> in Newcastle. I want to play here there. hundreds of times. Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> He's kind of already on his way there, if we're being honest. Yeah. And um, I remember the commentator saying during the game, they were talking kind of like it was one of those conversations they were having while not much was going on in the game. And they're talking about how when the Saudis took over, there were a lot of big question marks on the ability to draw big names. And there was going to have to be somebody to take that first step and somebody to like trust in the process and, Mm. you know, like say, okay, yeah, it's not that bad here. Why don't the rest of you guys come on? And like Bruno Grimarich isn't like a household name, but he is probably was one of the most sought after prospects, young players in Europe and I mean Spurs was trying to get him if he had stayed at Lyon until the end of the season I'm sure much bigger teams would have been in for him over the summer Um, so he kind of fits that bill and he's now he's seeing that they're succeeding and seeing how they're succeeding with the players that they have you know it's not far-fetched for other Big players, players biggish players to want to, you know, look at that team and be like, you know, I could, Chris Wood, who the fuck is Chris Wood? I could score 20 goals a season mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. team, you know, yeah. I could win the league in this team with yeah. this money. So, yeah. I mean, he's, that's like, I think that's bigger right now than any of his contributions on the field, albeit as big as they are on the field. That is going to be the more like foundational kind of, piece for him or it could be at least I mean it's very early to say but you know he definitely seems to have like the drive to be a Gordy legend there's a a vibe about piano carrier not just a (laughs) piano carrier right yeah there's a vibe about that team for sure though like the St. Max interview afterwards was hilarious because he was just like yeah he was just like big up in the fans like whether we win or lose they're always the same type thing so like there's already they're like and they're crazy they're nuts like Newcastle has been waiting for that for that club to be like back to former glory for quite some time I feel like so I mean 15 years under Mike Ashley yeah. <laughs> they were waiting for it while he was just few, going around throwing up in, in the fucking sport direct arena yeah well you're just going around throwing up in fireplaces <laughs> oh what a guy uh... sorry. Do you remember what he yeah. said? Do you remember when he said he was a binge drinker? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So going from yeah. a binge drinker to the to like Saudi ownership must feel the so Saudi good. royal family. This must feel so good for Newcastle. You, you always, going to like, a binge drinker who owns like a second, third tier sporting goods store <laughs> to the Saudi royal family is definitely probably a big step up. Yeah, you're like, okay, yeah. I know these guys like are like maybe wanted for this this and that however from from a purely victim centered standpoint the people of newcastle actually deserve this <laughs> it's like seeing your mate it's like seeing your mate who's in an abusive relationship dump their partner and get over someone else you know what i mean right. at least this guy's got a porsche yeah <laughs> oh my 
my god yo yeah like just thinking back to like those days like when mike actually first bought the club and he was drinking like nuki brown <laughs> with the fans like outside the stadium <laughs> and just from that high of him buying the club and just to why he turned it into like it's ridiculous uh just not investing money at all i was <laughs> i was listening to uh one of the guys that does um uh, that does like the newcastle like fan uh like youtube channel mm. and he was like even when we like when we lose nowadays we just kind of like we're like we'll go again next we'll go again next year I mean, next time, next week. and But when we won with Mike Ashley there, we'd be like, oh, my God, this is the best it's going to get. <laughs> it's surely only downhill from me. He's like, we feel better after losses than we did as victories. I don't know, actually. Oh, my God. This is funny. It's going to be a good movie, the Mike Ashley story. It's going to be fire. Just him shirtless in boardrooms <laughs> throwing up. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> Burnley got a point after uh, after firing Sean Dyche, yeah. which I was, which I thought was just making them get relegated. Like I don't understand why you fired Dyche with five games left of the season, six games yeah. left. Yeah, it just makes no a sense. Club, a club legend going into like a huge run in in the season, you fire him. Like, and then I, you have I, a guy there who doesn't have any managerial experience, but is probably going to play the try to play the exact same way. Like, yeah. really make why <laughs> sense at all? Yeah, and you know, if they do go down, he'd probably do a really good job of bringing them back, back up, up, or at least like competing, come back up. Uh, yeah, yeah it, this made no sense. Yeah, firing um, uh, him. Like, yeah, well, were they gonna? Who were they gonna bring in for that job? Really? I mean, nobody's I, gonna come in with five games left. Yeah, no, no. Just, I, is it just gonna be? It's just gonna be Michael Jackson for the next. Yeah, time. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Ben Me in a tracksuit, contemplating whether or not he should sub himself in. Wow. Should, yeah. That's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, it makes it really makes no sense. No. Um, there wasn't that much in this game. I mean, there was a missed penalty. West Ham had chances. Burnley actually had a lot of really good chances, including the missed penalty to, you know, create some space between them and West Ham in this game, but they just didn't because they're Burnley. Uh, I they um, didn't even know who was gonna take the penalty. Burnley. Cornet knew he was gonna take the penalty. <laughs> 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 they were all kind of just like looking at each other like he just like, he's doing this Rodriguez. yeah yeah he, he's supposed to be doing this somebody's yeah. like i think it's chris wood but he's not here anymore yeah. <laughs> uh, but probably like the biggest thing that happened in this game was a uh, fucking gruesome injury to ashley Westwood. oh dude yeah, yeah this was a bad one yeah and it was one I, of those ones where you're watching it, you could tell it's a bad one by everybody's reaction on the field. And I made the mistake of looking at a picture of it, and it was horrible. Yeah, like I your really feet are your feet are not supposed to go that way. They're not supposed to point mm-hmm. in those directions. Yeah, and it was just bad. It was really bad. Like Nicola, like it's one of like when the people who. 
commit the foul or not. It wasn't even a foul. It was just kind of an innocuous coming together. When they react like that badly, like Nikola Vlasic was like inconsolable there for yeah. a minute. Yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. He, has to, he has to be like psyched up to go and just like finish out the half. Yeah, it was, it was just terrible. a rough one. Yeah. yeah. I hope he oh. can recover well from that because yeah, that's, right. that's like a potential career ender right there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was gross, man. I just yeah, made yeah. a mistake of Googling it to remind myself what it looked like and immediately. It's bad, it. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I'm just like, oh. So if you're listening to this and you want to Google it, you know, go ahead, but you're forewarned. Yeah, no, it's, it's bad. It's yeah. real bad. Uh, it's bad. So bad. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Are you still looking at it? <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to read up I was trying to read real quick to see if there was a anything that came out after it. Uh to see if he was if we know what I mean it's obviously a break dislocate. Yeah. Uh but I'm actually looking at some Brazilian footy screen. But there's no uh there's no updates yet on when he will be getting out of hospital, but I hope he has a speedy recovery. From yeah, don't Google it, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it just threw me off. Bro. <laughs> so there's games in the week this week as well. Uh, We're lucky. United play Liverpool tomorrow. Oh, well, you're today, not so by the lucky, time this comes out. Uh, I have already put a bet on. Over three and a half goals, Liverpool to win. Uh, most solid a score, Harry Most solid a score. Yeah, that all of those. Basically, every I put a bet on everybody on the United team getting a yellow card, and everybody on the Liverpool team scoring. Just think of it as God doing you a favor, making you some money. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm not excited, but. I'm not excited for this game at all. I'm like really glad that I've got being work during this hour. Because if I had to, because if I had to go to the bar, if I went to the bar and watch it, it would just make me upset. Because I know we're just gonna get battered. Jurgen Klopp did say we are the biggest. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be the weakest group at the sheep, which is always strange. Yeah, yeah, I'm not into it. Uh, Chelsea play Arsenal though. Yeah, that's a big one. Which will be a good game for top four. I, I mean, can Arsenal bounce back? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, we shall, we shall see. We shall yeah. see. Yeah, I mean, all I'm seeing in these games is I know United are going to drop points, so I'm kind of glad that. Chelsea are playing Arsenal because that just means they're going to drop points too. Uh, uh, um, yeah, then Palace Newcastle, which is going to be a great game. Both teams are like really good at the moment. Uh, I don't know. They're, I I like the both. I think yeah. I think that I think this was like the biggest like. Uh, the biggest like reason why Palace didn't get through, 
against Chelsea on Saturday in the FA, I mean, on Sunday in the FA Cup was because they didn't have Gallagher, who's their best player, yeah. Yeah. a Chelsea yeah. player. And they played, having they played back, really well, I thought, until the late stages of that game. If they had Gallagher, they yeah. might have been able, that might have been able to make, yeah. make the difference. I was I upset like, that. Go ahead. I feel like, I feel like Vieira like changed up his tactics too much in this game. Yeah. I was upset Instead that he didn't. For what? Um, let Mateta stay on longer. He wasn't having a, an amazing game, but he works really hard. Um, so yeah, that was also surprising. And he's like kind of he's bigger, so like he's going to give the back line of Chelsea a little bit of a harder time, at least physically, I guess. But who knows? Did anybody else forget about Ruben Loftus Cheek? Uh, no, but I didn't expect that he would score. <laughs> I forgot about him. There's a nice goal too. Yeah, he's played quite. A, he's played a little bit this season, yeah. just not like you know. Oh what? Yeah, he's quite. He's he plays quite well every time I I see him. As I mean, he's giant. He's big as hell, and he's very good on the ball. Yeah. There's one. There's one point. Somebody. Somebody was like trying to like. Uh, challenge him and he just shrugged the dude off like they were yeah and I was like yeah well, he, play, he played really well in the Champions League last week after Reese J picked up the yellow mm-hmm. on Vinicius he kind of shifted over and covered that side really well mm-hmm. um, so, uh, I mean I don't think he went, like he's gotta probably make a move for himself at this point go Newcastle yeah, time to kind of like shit or get off the pot. I think for him yeah. at Chelsea. Yeah, him and him and Joel Linton can be like the giant midfielders. Yeah, <laughs> I like that move for Joe Linton, by the way. As well, yeah, it's been, of it's Chelsea, been it's been a tactical Newcastle. Yeah, him deeper in the midfield. Yeah, like he's like he's now like first in like like duels won, uh yeah. tackles made, like something like that. Like, yeah. Like he's like first and, and I think categories. that's a whole that's a holdover from the Steve late Steve Bruce era, but I don't yeah. know if he can get all the credit for it. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh but it's still it's still brilliant. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's also Lester Everton, which is not as good of a game as the rest of these. And yeah. City Brighton. <laughs> How do you feel about City Brighton? Um, you know, I, I feel like we'll win it, but we yeah. might lose it. <laughs> I love these games. I love when we yeah. do the games. So I'm going to say, ah, anything could really happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I mean, they, they took points off Liverpool earlier in the season, so you never know. Yeah. I don't really, I'm not really like comfortable with them, the idea of playing yeah. them. Necessarily, but it, you know, whatever. We'll see what happens. There's also uh, Flamengo Palmeiras on Wednesday night. Yeah, I'm hyped about that. Yeah. Um, I'm Burnley Southampton on Thursday, uh, which I can only describe as I'm gonna watch it, but why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I just, I mean, Burnley not under Daesh is stupid. I don't understand why they did it. All yeah, their but games we get are just to, gonna be stupid. 
we get to see a white guy named Michael Jackson coach them. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah. All right, let's take a break and then come back with our best of the weeks. Yer, this is Swens, aka Shades, and we want to thank you for always listening to our podcast. Speaking of podcasts, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Now, let me break it down for you. First, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many, many more. Shout out to our listeners who are over there in France, London, and all across the world. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make in a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Garden Parties, ladies and gentlemen, where it is my best time, your best time, Najee's best time, Nick's best time, the best of the weeks, where we tell you what our best are. Uh, my player of the week is Lamptey. I feel like he was everywhere in this match. I just like the way he runs. Uh, <laughs> like a little hedgehog, like like a like Sonic. Yeah, he's a bad boy. I like it a lot. I, that's my that's my player. <laughs> Imagine if like Jim Beglin just des- described Tyreek Lamptey as a little hedgehog. Yeah, a little hedgehog. Bro. <laughs> He's like Bukayo Saka's little brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it. To see them getting into trouble with each other, mom yelling at them all the time. <laughs> Just stupid. <laughs> uh, my player of the week was Luka Modric. Um, uh, Sevilla and Real Madrid played a thriller um, this past weekend um, and he was part of why it was so thrilling Um, I'll discuss later in my match of the week (laughs) I wonder what your match of the week is going to be my player of the week is Bruno Guimaraes yeah for pretty much all the reasons we laid out uh, earlier in this episode but yeah, he's been a he was been a great player for Newcastle, and he was immense in this game. Obviously, with the two goals, but it just played well otherwise as well. Uh, what my match of the week is Arsenal Southampton, just because Fraser Foster was a bad boy. I always like to see Arsenal lose. It opens up the top four race, but even though we're gonna be not out of it by this time tomorrow because Liverpool will batter us by a lot of goals making our goal difference even worse but hey I can be happy for a little bit mm. um, my match of the week was Sevilla Madrid uh, because Madrid was playing away uh, at Sevilla in the beautiful Sanchez Pizjuan Um the Sevilla fans' support was, like, jumping, particularly because Sevilla went up 1-0 and then 2-0, um, held Madrid for quite some time. Uh, I think a Nacho goal got pulled back. 
Um, and then Rodrigo. Vinicius goal. Yeah, yeah, Vinicius goal as well. Uh, Rodrigo came on and scored. Then uh, somebody else scored. Uh, and then fucking Benzema did what he does the best. Uh, I think for, for me, he's far and away the best striker in the world right now. I mean, that's pretty much a no-brainer. But um, as far as like just pound for pound, young or old, anyone goes, he's just he's just proving uh, how much uh, experience goes into quality um, because he's just so clinical. Um, and in the dying Carvajal who scored. Yes, I will. Yes, yes, it was Carvajal. Uh, but yeah, really fun game. Um, I forgot how much I actually do enjoy Spanish football. Um, uh, yeah, match of the week, Nick. Uh, my match of the week was Brighton Spurs. Uh, just because it was a good, comprehensive display for Brighton. An exciting um, 90th minute winner to go along with a 95th minute Emerson Royal booking and a 94th minute Lewis Dunk booking that won me $118 on a $1 bet. Hey. Yes. Well done. <laughs> Follow us for more Nick tips. <laughs> My shirt of the week is not even a shirt that I like, but it's just so bad that it's good, I think. It is the Juventus fourth jersey, which is just weird as fuck, man. It's like blue and orange. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get it, man. It's just a wild shirt. Uh, I don't get it, man. It was designed by some Brazilian street artist, so that's cool. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah, like you designed I, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I don't, I, when I really found out like what was going on with the shirt, I was like, "Wait, why?" why? Yeah, and then, <laughs> it's got this? all these like confusing visual signifiers. Like the guy's last name is Cobra, so it said Cobra on the back with a K. So I'm like, "Oh, this is kind of rad." Like, what's this? Like a snake thing? A snake vibe? <laughs> nah. What is nah. It? It has nothing to do with none of it has anything to do with the other. His name's something Cobra. And yeah, I was just like, ah, cool. Yeah, it's a weird one. But I mean, like I said, uh it's a shirt and I have to pick up a shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got uh, you. <laughs> it's not a good one. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I don't um, even- yeah, speaking of like some random shirts of the week, uh, my choice for this week was uh, Fluminense's third kit, really the whole kit, um, just because it's giving some big like throwback, uh, like old school football shirt vibes. Also, it's just all like a very interesting gray. The, the shirt itself is like a, like a tonal camo pattern. With with burgundy, and it's just all gray. It, it just reminds me very much of like old Phillies jerseys and um, old football shirts of, of various types. But pretty strong, and obviously I went to this inside Nick's. collar on it is really nice too. Yeah, yeah. Me and Nick's uh, me and Nick's spiritual home is featured uh, Brazil and the Brazilian Rao. Brazilian Rao. 
Um, but yeah, good, a really nice shirt, honestly. Really tight little number as a uniform. Um, Nick, take us away. Um, my shirt of the week is the Vasco da Gama 2019 home kit from our friends at Diodora. And I've kind of gone for more fun, colorful ones lately, but this is just a tried and true classic with the nice um, collar, uh, the sash. It's kind of like vintage Vasco and old school, just the cross badge, not like a full on Vasco badge. Yeah. Um, yeah, black and white, just very solid, very, um, very classic feel to it shout out to uh yago pikachu <laughs> and listen to episode two of bola coming your way this week fire all right shout outs uh shout out to my mom my girlfriend my cat uh shout out to wes who made our beautiful music it's his birthday today shout out to diodora uh, Icarus, P's and Q's, Bluebird Distilling, Diary Mark, uh, Spread Salam. Shout out to Total, you guys, Mike, Jesse. That's it. Okay. Uh, shout out to my folks and shout out to Rachel. Shout out to my little brother. Um, Shout out to the Sixers. Uh, shout out to Manchester City, I guess. These guys need to get it in gear. Stop losing to Liverpool. Um, shout out to George Ben, just because he's a great person and loves football. Was Brazilian. I think those three things make someone a winner, really. It's a big Flamingo fan, I think. Yes, yes. He appeared uh, in Flamingo Colors on the front of one of his albums. Yeah. yeah. Cool guy. Good music. Very good music. One of the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, my turn? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all you, sorry. Uh, shout out to my mom and my brother at Hot Temp and Arfa. Shout out to Leandro Trossard. Shout out to Waza and Darby County for a valiant effort. Um, unfortunately, they're relegated today. Yeah, definitely. I gotta jump on that uh, that Waza shout for chatting to the fans the way he does. He's just as a as a manager, I've been really impressed with Wayne Rooney. Sorry, big time, yeah. big time, yeah. Um, and shout out to Don Carlo Ancelotti. Did you see him? There was like a ball that got played like sixty yards, and it came out of bounds, and it was technical area, and he just fucking. Like it was still this early nineties. He <laughs> yeah, just rolled yeah. it. He rolled it back to nineteen ninety three and just brought that down. Yeah. He's like, yeah, uh, what? You talking people shit forget. About people forget Carlo Ancelotti was one of the best players in the world. In one yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, shout, shout out to, to Bruno him. Fernandez as well for crashing his car. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's definitely squad. He's definitely squad. Nah, real shit. Real shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> you just the look on his face. He just looks angry and confused, just standing yeah. outside of a crashed Ford. It's like I'm sure it was his fault. Yeah, definitely. This has been Garden Parties, ladies and gentlemen. Like, follow, subscribe. Follow Nick on Twitter at Garden Parties FC. Follow us on Instagram at GPFC Pod. Follow us on uh, other things too. Facebook. <laughs> uh, <laughs> leave us a five star review. The street. <laughs> Just don't talk to Nick. Don't, don't talk, talk, to talk to Nick. To That's still a rule. You can follow him, yeah. but just don't talk to him. Uh, don't follow peace. me anywhere, though. Long sleeve service. <laughs>